0: Welcome to this week's episode of Uncle Dad Talks. That song you just heard was Let It Go by D.L. Productions. And Mike, where can you get that song?
1: You can get that song on soundstripe.com.
0: That's right. And if Mike sounds a little tired. I just want to point that out. That's okay. You want to know why? Because it is 6.30 in the morning here on the Pacific West Coast. So if we sound a little tired, that is why... Because we are just waking up. We we love this so much that we wake up so early and we just love just being here. We would rather be here anywhere else, isn't that right, Mike?
1: Yeah, yes, absolutely.
0: <laughs> People don't see it, but Mike said that with dead in his eyes. <laughs> but that's okay. Uh Yes, you can get that song at soundstripe.com so that when you have an early morning and you want to make a video, you can find your music right there at soundstripe.com. And the best part is you can get music of any kind. As I always say, you can, give me, you can make an unboxing video, a comic book reading video, a action movie, whatever you want to do. All the music you need and sound files are available to you at soundstripe.com. And Mike, Tell them how can they get ten percent off their first month subscription?
1: Believe it's uh, Uncle Dad talks ten. if I am correct.
0: You are correct. You are correct. Yes, yes, the early morning didn't take you that much, huh
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've done this. been doing this.
0: I've been doing this, right, right. Uh, Mike, how are you this lovely morning?
1: Well, yeah, it's great. It's a lovely morning. It's early. We're gonna're we're gonna talk. we're gonna hopefully go back to sleep. uh yeah
0: hopefully we do uh well (laughs) well let me ask you something do you what do you think about esports
1: well um
0: or actually do you know what those are
1: (laughs) yeah i actually checked out esports and um (laughs) i don't know i I wish there was something like that when i was in school like
0: What's, uh, what's the game that would have been the esports game back in the day, you think?
1: You know, I, I feel like, I mean, I feel like Madden's been around for so long that it could have easily been Madden. <laughs> yeah, could have been. Like Madden 93. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, you know, NBA Jam was really popular back then. Yep. GoldenEye.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, I feel like that should be uh We should get somebody from Goldeneye on the show because I feel like we always talk about Goldeneye at least once.
1: I <laughs> know. I definitely find a way to wedge it in. Yeah,
0: I mean, just like, and we're not even talking about the movie or Pierce Bronson. We're talking about the game. That's so funny. Uh, yeah, well, I'm glad you I'm glad you um, find it interesting because our next guest is actually the co-founder of Generation Generation Esports and the High School Esports League. Uh, They're working in conjunction with a seven-time Pro Bowler, uh, one-time Super Bowl champion uh, of the Indi- Indianapolis Colts. Indianapolis Colts, am I saying that right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, Mike's the sports guy, so I got to make sure... Um, Dwight Freedy and and of course, EA Sports uh, with doing the world's largest Madden tournament uh, online, of course. Uh, this is called Third and Long. So we're going to be talking to Trevor Jensen. Trevor Jensen is essentially a huge factor in making these events possible. It's a great way to kind of help kids find the positive in gaming. You know, it's not just about, you know, having, it is about having a good time, but you can do something much more with that, you know. And so, Mike, I'm pretty excited about this being the more resident gamer here. Um, It is going to be kind of nice to see your perspective on it because, you know, I feel like if this was 20 years ago, esports would be more like a thing to make fun about, right? Rather than celebrated. I mean, now, especially with COVID, right? It's just such a thing that's so celebrated and loved by so many people. And it has been for
1: years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. The fact of what what these guys are trying to do with, with bringing in gaming consoles into schools and teaching them how to build it, you know, beyond just like the stuff with playing games online. I I mean, it just, the coolest thing that we had that wasn't even that cool in high school was like the baseball card collector club. That wasn't cool at all.
0: (laughs) My high school didn't even have that. So, (laughs) Um, okay. Well, Mike, settle in because we got a a long morning. So we'll be right back after this quick ad break. And when we do, we'll return with our guest, Trevor Jensen, the co-founder of Generation Esports and High School Esport League.
2: Hey everyone, Baby Gabe here with a quick ad break before we begin this week's interview. First off, thank you all so much for the support we've received from the very beginning of this podcast. We really appreciate you sticking with us as we have grown and we continue to grow. If you're enjoying the content, please give us a review on whichever podcasting app you are using. It helps us know what we're doing right and what we can do to make things even better for you. Our review also puts us in front of more people so we can continue to grow. I'm also working on a few projects myself. While those aren't ready to be announced, in the meantime, I'm currently streaming on Twitch where you can watch me yell at some worms while playing Worms Rumble or get drunk while playing Fall Guys every Friday. I'm also working on overcoming My Fear of the Dark by playing horror games like Bendy and the Ink Machine every Sunday. Stop by, say hi, and give a follow over at twitch.tv slash kingkiller underscore azoth. I'm hoping to connect with more people from the Uncle Dad community. You can also find myself and Uncle Dad on Instagram at babygabe underscore udt and at Comic. We would love to get to know the community better. But in the meantime, I will pass you off back to Uncle Dad and Mike. I'll see you all later.
0: All right, Trevor, welcome to the show. Thank you, it's great to be on. Uh, yeah, uh, so you are our very first guest in the esports, like, I guess, um, what would you call it, Mike? Esports arena, I guess? Uh, no pun intended. system, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you for being a part of that. Uh, just really quickly to help our audience understand, do you want to explain uh, who you are and kind of what you do?
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm usually or esports. Most people don't cover it, so we're usually the first person ever on a podcast about that part of the ecosystem and whatnot. Um, <laughs> so, what we do is, so I actually I played basketball in high school and in college. And if you think about basketball, you know you can play for your high school, you can compete against other high schools, um, you know, and it's it's available to everybody. So, if you think of it, all started with high school esports league, with that same concept that anyone can play video games and if you set up a league where you can play video games for your high school and compete against other high schools and win a national championship that's a very inclusive thing that's that's what the kids are into it basically just created kind of an ecosystem for anyone to play and participate with their high school and play against other high schools
0: so it's it's a great way to really just kind of bring the um the community of Just the community together in general, right? What like it's a simple thing where anybody can kind of get along with, right? It's like, oh, you play I don't know Overwatch, you play whatever, and like let's create a foundation there and then build upon that. Would you say?
3: Yeah, no, that that's exactly right. Um, Fortnite, I mean, all all the popular games, um, Super Smash Brothers, and even even games like, um, I mean, any game you can if you have enough people, you can start a club at your school. And the cool thing is. There's a big segment of high school students that don't play basketball, don't play football, and, and that's most of them, and they don't really feel like they're part of the high school. They don't feel like they're part of the community, and once we started launching this high school eSports League, and we've been doing that for eight years, attendance goes up, GPA goes up. The kids actually feel involved in the high school ecosystem. They feel like they're part of something. They have excitement to go to class, more motivation to you know get better grades and make sure they're eligible to play that week. It's, it's really cool to see just something that's available to everybody to feel engaged with the school camaraderie.
0: Now with, um, with these, these, the high school esports League, can any high school start this?
3: Yeah. Any high school. And I mean, we provide assistance. We provide, uh, you know, if, if they need computers, we, we can help set that up. We have discounts on computers. Yeah. Every high school. And yeah. Yeah. You just have to have high speed internet or some form of internet that can kind of support the the league, but you can also there there's you can do it off-site. We prefer when people do it at the high school, but there's ways to get around it so that any high school can participate
0: wow that that's actually pretty awesome that you can just like create that community for people who want to be in a in a in a sports like you know environment but you know don't really play sports. I think that's that's fascinating. Um what's uh what what was the first high school to start that?
3: Oh, that's a good question. You stumped me on that one. It it was 8 years ago. <laughs> I mean, it started so so I'm one of the co-founders who came along 3 or 4 years ago. Um my other three co-founders uh they've been doing it for 8 years and it it started with I think 15 schools a long time ago just as a little passion project. Um and it's grown to, you know, 3500 schools now.
0: Wow. That's that's impressive. Holy wow, um, that's awesome. I mean, thanks,
1: uh, Mike. I was gonna say that, that I really love the aspect you said about how it gives the, you know kids who aren't playing the sports but love games to just have a, a reason to be inclusive with with an activity at the school. Like that to me, I don't know. It's exciting. I wish something like that existed when I was in high school because I sure wasn't able to play on any sport <laughs> on any sports team, even though I wanted to. It definitely wasn't happening for
3: me it and we we love hearing that that's when you hear people say i wish that was around when i was in high school it just it would have been cool if it was around it i mean better late than never but it would have been cool back then but yeah it's it's really it's really rewarding to see the kids i mean they make videos about their experience in the league and how they you know didn't have any friends before but now they're part of something it i mean it just uh I don't know, it feels really good to to kind of be part of that and to help people out.
0: Yeah, with um and then can we just kind of like explain the difference? So you have Generation Esports and then you have High School, yeah. school Esports League. They they are sure. affiliated but they're two different things, correct?
3: Yeah, so um we the High School Esports League is what started it all. Okay. And we have a Middle School Esports League now, so oh, you really? can start Yeah, yeah. So you can start at <laughs> middle school. And we also, we have a partnership, an exclusive partnership with the National Junior College Association. So we're in all the junior colleges. Um, wow. So Generation Esports is like the parent company, and then there's these leagues within the, the company. And so third and long, the one, we'll get around to that, but that's another community within the Generation Esports ecosystem, but it's not part of High School Esports League because it doesn't fit in there. It's it's you know a tournament that fits under Generation Esports. So a player could start in middle school under the Generation Esports umbrella, but then when they graduate to high school, now they're in the high school esports league. Then when they do that, if they want to go to junior college or our four-year colleges or even like amateur or we're talking to the pros, I mean, it's Generation Esports provides that entire ecosystem so you can stay engaged, you know, as long as you want to.
0: Now, uh, let's talk about you real quick. Are you now? You have been? Um, would you say you've been a gamer all the way through?
3: I so my game is StarCraft. I don't know awesome. if you guys ever. Of course, of course,
0: I love StarCraft personally. Yeah. So out of I was, us I was two, a Zerg. what
3: were you? <laughs> what was that? Was that? I
0: was a Zerg. Oh, me too. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Nice, nice, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude,
3: Zerg rush. Get that timing down. Yeah, yep.
0: yeah. So out of us two, me and uh, Mike here, uh, I am the gamer of the, of our duo here. He is more the sports, per- like the actual sports person. So you know, yeah. we kind of balance each other out with that. So, uh, <laughs> but Mike, I'm sure you've heard of StarCraft before, right?
1: Mm, you're gonna probably think i'm one of them no i haven't yes let's hear the old comment let's hear the old comment come on i'm not gonna say anything no I'm not gonna say, that
0: makes me old too so you're good bro you're good
3: okay. um uh, starcraft kind of like paved the way it was the first what was that Battle.net, like battle net like the first yeah. time you could like sign on and play against people and yeah you had to wait forever for it to connect and yep. kick you out and you get frustrated but it kind of like started the whole thing
0: oh i I agree big time on that so like for me um it was for uh it was a game called um i'm sure you know it uh the unreal any of the unreal games yeah yeah Yeah, to me that was like the first you know obviously there's csgo and whatever but that's great but for me unreal was the game that really got me into like um i guess competitive type gaming i really like me and my friends would always get together that and quake quake were the two big ones for us
3: (laughs) yeah yeah we used to uh the the big the first big like play against your friends for me was Goldeneye actually, like back in the Nintendo days. <laughs> to, like, so you're Goldeneye. gonna make this
0: guy very happy because uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> Trevor, I I bring up Goldeneye at least every third episode that we do for some reason. <laughs> I love yes. it. And we, That's great. We brought it up in our intro, and I'm so glad you had were able to bring it up in the interview and <laughs> not me. <laughs> Thank yeah. you.
3: GoldenEye, Mario Kart, and then <laughs> yeah, we graduated to Halo parties where yeah. you'd have friends like bring over TVs and like you'd have like four TVs going and like all these guys. Yeah, yeah. I I was all about the community with it. Like to yeah. me, the game never mattered. It was just like you get together with your friends. Mm-hmm. If you lose, they cheated. If you win, you're the best. Like you just talk to trash the whole time. Like doesn't matter what's actually happening. You're just finding a way to talk trash to everybody and like Hang out. It was. It's
0: great. Yeah, I think, uh, and I think that's what's the great thing about what you guys are doing, right? Is that you're got, you're trying to create that experience for? Because I feel like back in the day, you know, you really didn't have like internet connected gaming, right? You had to get it all together, especially like with Halo, you had to get the uh, what was it, the system link cable, but really all that was was just the Ethernet cable. <laughs> you know (laughs) yeah you always had to download updates yeah it was so cumbersome yeah yeah right but you know it was it was the ability to just be in the room with your friends and connect and like you had said you know it's like when you played on pc you played on real starcraft you know it was all about landing right it was about that connection of seeing whoever and i think that kind of got lost for a little bit but it sounds like with what generation esports and esports e- esports um the esports high school or the high school esports league it's nice that you are trying to kind of recreate that feeling of gaming with your pals and creating that sense of a team you know because it's like i remember playing unreal with my pals and being like so into it and i feel like yeah you can still do it like i so for example i have a few friends that i play overwatch with every literally every night with and it's great we play online and it's, it's awesome but the thing is playing online is awesome but when we're all together it's even better and I think that's the thing it's like we forget about that feeling of sitting together and playing together and I feel like with the esports league and granted I know COVID's probably hurt that a little bit which I actually do want to talk to you about Is I feel like you're recreating that so I think as a gamer I, I, I thank you for recreating that experience uh,
3: yeah that's awesome thanks man uh,
0: but yeah, yeah with COVID involved tell me how's that how has that affected the
2: league
3: yeah it Covid's in just an interesting beast, right? The zombie apocalypse happening right before <laughs> our eyes, or something. Um, so me personally, I've noticed that like a lot of people are losing touch and like you know kind of being alone and not being able to connect. And I'm seeing it like affect people's mental health. It's I don't know how else to explain it. Like friends, and it's just it's really affecting people. So on the one hand, did it affect it? Yeah, it did. But on the other hand it kept a bunch of people connected and kept a bunch of people together and like provided that community at a time when it like dissolved or disappeared from everyone else um so we actually i mean we still grew through covid but now we're seeing how much more impactful that like thread that ties all those people together is um and when covid's over i mean you know live events will start happening people start getting back together but luckily like esports it, it you don't necessarily have to be live. It's definitely better when you're together, yeah. but like you don't have to be, um, and you still get a sense of community because like you said, they they log on, they play with their friends, they're talking to their friends through the headsets and they're definitely more connected because of it.
0: Yeah, and and I, and it's, it's, it's funny you say that because like you're talking about the mental health thing. It's like, I think that's a big reason why a lot of my, like me and my friends kind of reconnected on playing with the games because it's like, we weren't seeing each other anymore. We weren't talking to each other anymore. Uh, especially when we had the quarantine, right? Like, it was just like, we're not here yeah. anymore. And then we were like, well, let's play Overwatch. And, you know, as as they say, the rest is history, right? So it's like, I, I understand completely <laughs> yeah. what you're saying. Um, I did want to uh, kind of ask, when when we talk about high, high school sports, right? You know, they have the football arena, they have the basketball arena. What arena did they use for the high school esports league?
3: Yeah, so it, it's all virtual. It's um, the, the schools, we try to get them, so each school has to have an administrator that oversees it before we even sign up a school, a principal, uh, you know, a Dean, somebody has to take ownership for that high school and sign on for it. Um, and they kind of like monitor. So it's usually like in the computer lab of a high school or something like one team sets up there and they log on and they play against another high school. Um, so when the playoffs come around, then it's, you know, then in-person events start happening this year, obviously not, um, yeah. but um, it's it's mostly done online, done through video, done through all that stuff until the playoffs come around and and the tournaments and whatnot. We did a do you know what Dream Hack is?
0: I've heard of it, but I, I'm not familiar with it completely.
3: Back before all the craziness, like we we would do live events where people could get together that were like parts of bigger overall conferences, but the majority of our league happens online. okay.
0: Uh, which I guess it makes it easier to even fund, right? Like it's not as expensive to like kind of keep a football team together. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's more, yeah. it's more affordable for the high school and whatnot. Would you agree with that? And
3: that's a, that's a big point. I mean, you're, you're very intuitive on all this stuff because um, football or even basketball, which is easier for me to relate. I played sure. basketball you have to travel to go play the other guys. Like we would do car washes and we would do like yeah. stuff to like raise funds. So you could like travel to go play away games or p- travel in tournaments. And to some degree that l- provides a barrier that, you know, some people might not be able to participate in, or you might not be able to do certain tournaments because you can't raise the funding to do it. Yeah. Esports takes all that away. Just levels the playing field. Like you just play from here and you can play anyone across the nation. Right. Um, it's 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 really just this kind of like equalizing force <laughs> in, right. the, in competitive stuff.
0: Yeah, and TV uh, make it like talk about the idea of affordability. I mean, competitive gaming now has gone very free to play, right? So you also have the ability to play like Fortnite, completely free to start off and go with, right? So it's like, you have Fortnite, you have Apex Legends, you know, these great free to play games that create this competitive gaming aspect at literally no startup cost, right? I mean, other than having a console or whatever, right? But other than that... <laughs>
3: Little you know, things here and there or, yeah. yeah getting access to stuff, but really, yeah, it's super easy to get involved yeah. I mean it it's not difficult at all,
0: yeah, so um one thing I forgot to uh to bring up uh, when we're talking about you uh Mike, you had a question for him
1: yeah i well I just I noticed uh was doing a little bit of research on on you and uh saw that you had a, a history in the pet pet industry right pet products is that that's what was you yeah Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. How what was your involvement in that? And how did you get from that to esports?
3: Yeah, so (laughs) that's quite a different (laughs) this is a wild story, so buckle up, boys. Okay. (laughs) Um, I was uh I was must have been eight years ago. I was doing real estate, um, have a master's degree in real estate, was doing real estate syndications, and I was out walking my dog and it was like 5 a.m. or something like that. And this car ran a red light and I had to jump in front of the car and like kick my dog out of the way. And I got hit Um, and like flipped up in the air, landed on my head, like internal bleeding, concussion, torn ACL, MCL. Like, whoa, I'm six, 260 pounds. So for them to hit me like that, like, and flip me up in the air like a rag doll. So. It, big long story it was a hit and run I'm in the ER like sitting there the doctors are freaking out like oh they're all running around frantically and I'm just sitting there thinking like man if I die am I happy doing what I'm doing um it's kind of like this epiphany moment and I realized like I just want to play with freaking dogs all day long <laughs> I want to like work for myself I want to like have a cool team and I didn't know what that meant I didn't know how to and then there was like two or three years of struggling to figure out what that even meant. Cause like, that's not a job description. I just described like what people like to do on the weekends, but somehow I figured it all out. At one part, I like teamed up with the founder of pet smart. I like tried this company, that company, and then, uh, put together a little syndicate, very similar to a real estate deal and bought a company called bully bone. And uh, I'm still the majority owner of this company bully bone. And we got it into Walmart. Pretty cool. Becomes one of the top-selling USA-made dog toys in Walmart, Albertsons, Dollar General. We're in like fourteen thousand stores now, and it just wow. It's this USA-made dog toy company, and I have a great team. Who I mean, they they just kick butt. I got a manufacturing guy, I got a Amazon warehouse guy. I mean, it it, we it's just a well-oiled machine that just kind of does its thing. Wow, Um, that's pretty. And how did that take me to (laughs) esports? One of my investors in, in the dog toy company just, he said, Hey, I got these guys. This was like three or four years ago and and they need some coaching. They, uh, they got something that seems pretty cool. They got this high school league and I think it's ready to turn into a business. Um, you should talk to them. And, you know, I, I do that. I coach people just, I like doing it. I like talking to people about how to grow a business, how to raise money, things like that. It's fun. Like, you, you know, it's fun watching people light up. And I just started talking to these guys and I just liked them. They're just good salt of the earth guys doing this out of passion. All the things we talked about, like saw how much it affected high school kids. And normally I just kind of like, we'll talk to someone for an hour, give them a list of things to do and be like, Hey, check back with me in six months if you need more help or whatever. But I just couldn't get out of it. I was just kept doing more and more and more and more. I think our original agreement was like six hours a month and I was doing like 20 hours a week. (laughs) It just, I just got lured into it and business is business, right? Like it the the medium can change but it's still business. You're still like have fundamentals, you still have like team building and things. So um you know, I whether it's consumer products and pet, whether it's tech, um there's nuances to it but you know, it, there there's also similarities. It almost
1: sounds like you could be uh, business consulting and just do that.
3: <laughs> P- people have offered me good amounts of money to do yeah. that but as you guys can see, I'm kind of an excitable guy. I really <laughs> like only follow stuff that gets exciting with cool people. I like talking to cool people like you guys. Yeah, like, thanks. It, uh, to me, it's it's worth. It's about so much more than money. It's having fun with stuff.
0: That I love that attitude, man. I love that you can go from that kind of background and go from that story. And then you know, it's like, look, we're gonna do this, and I think that's. That's awesome, man. That's that's pretty great. That's that's really (laughs) cool. Uh, Appreciate that. And then that kind of leads us into what's happening now, which is going to be very very soon. Uh, The now, correct me if I'm wrong. Is this the world's largest Madden tournament?
3: It's it's I mean, we won't know until it launches. Okay, but things look good. I mean, you get a you get an exclusive shoe deal with Jordan Brand for 23 custom pairs. Like people are going to sign up, so. It's been a a nice kicks is like a sneaker outlet. They have a big, big following. They just unveiled the images this week. And like, yeah, we're getting crazy traffic to the site. Signups are going great. Um, I think it's going to be the largest EA is a sponsor. Twitch is a, or EA is a partner. Twitch is a partner. It's going to be live streamed. Uh, The playoffs are in March. We still have like three weeks to go, but uh, it's looking real good for that.
0: Yeah, and what we're what we're talking about is uh, third and long, which is a, correct me again if I'm wrong too, is an annual tournament, correct?
3: So th- this is the first one. The Dwight first one, I'm kinda sorry, kinda, okay. Yeah, but we plan to do them quarterly, semi-annually. We'll see what happens with the tournament, what happens with the sponsors and the partners. It takes a lot to kind of pull one of these things off. Sure, um, sure. But Dwight, he actually won... So Dwight Freeney, we're talking about the Colts guy, Defensive yeah. Player of the Year, Super Bowl champ. Um, and he's actually in Madden 21. You can like, he's the Madden Ultimate Tournament card, the Mutt cards. You can like yes. win his player. So he's he's actually in the game and he won the EA Celebrity Tournament two years in a row in Madden. So he's actually a really good Madden player nice, too. Nice, nice. And he's best buds with Michael Jordan. So like, you got the kind of like the shoe thing going there and Um, the stars just kind of aligned. He's really passionate about esports, Um, so we're, we're launching this thing and if it goes well, we'll keep doing it. Um, that's, that's kind of like, this is the first run. It looks like it's going really well. So it looks like it's going to turn into a quarterly semi-annual type of deal.
0: Awesome. And, um, go ahead and tell our audience, uh, like how can anybody can sign up, right?
3: Yeah. Anyone can sign up.
0: Yeah. And where do they, they got to go to sign up at?
3: So it's at 3rd, the number three D N long third and long dot gg as you know dot gg is like the gamer thing for good game yep, like yep. that's where all the esport websites are popping up yep. uh, so it's third and long dot G-G.
0: awesome and uh, there's no cost correct
3: no there's no cost it, originally we were going to have a cost but then we're like is that a barrier to entry so we took the cost off and now we're just it's open to everybody
0: and can you play on any console pc xbox whatever
3: so we have, two, we have two tournaments going. One is the Xbox tournament. One's the PlayStation tournament. Um, so it's, a. Uh, don't think it's set up for PC, but Xbox. Uh, I mean, that's where most people
0: play anyways, right? It's console for that yeah, game. Yeah. So, yeah, totally. That's awesome. And then I saw that there is a chance that you may play against like celebrities. Is that possible?
3: Yeah, so we're, we're kind of like sneaking these NFL players in. And I mean, everyone knows Dwight. Yeah. He'll be more announced, but we're just kind of, we have these pros and if you just happen to pop in in a game and you're playing against a pro and you beat him, you get a signed jersey. There's like little kind wow. of sneaky Easter egg type things we're like seeding throughout the tournament that are that are going on.
1: Yeah, I saw that. You, yeah, if you beat Dwight Freeney, you get him to sign a jersey for you, right? Like, how, yeah. how, did, how did Dwight get involved in this? Like, how did that connection come about?
3: So... Dwight hired me for another project that was like a clothing type of project we were working on together we were going to launch a line of shoes and clothing and kind of a retail store it was a really cool idea um yeah that was that was a fun project we uh yeah so we worked on that for like six months and did some really cool things met with Tony Shea, you know rest in peace but you know I think it was probably a year ago we flew out to Las Vegas, and he walked us around his con- campus, showing it off. And I mean, that was a really cool project, and it didn't get off the ground. Which a lot of these startup things, their ideas, they're tough to get launched. But Dwight and I became pretty good buds, and we were always talking. And he just kept talking about esports. Oh, you're involved in that esports thing? Like, what? How do I get involved? How do I get involved? One day, I was just like, Hey, man, why don't we white label a Dwight Freeney tournament on the Generation Esports platform? We'll launch it. We'll get cool prizing, and, and let's rock! And he put all his people behind it, and
1: here we go. Right on. Uh, so, you, were you also a football fan yourself? Were you? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I was a football. You, fan. And you were you a, a San Diego Chargers fan?
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I was. Uh, <laughs> I was. Yeah, my heart is okay.
1: Yeah, I know that's and, tough. Huh? And
3: I, I mean, yeah, I I still love a lot of those players. Like it's fun to watch the the Keenan Allen's and the like. Joey Bosa they're fun but when Philip Rivers left then it was like that was like the last piece of my heart that was stuck in in Charger land they they got rid of him I'm like all right fine I give up
1: were you uh (laughs) were you a a fan of Drew Brees when he was on the Chargers
3: oh yeah oh yeah Drew Brees is awesome so Cam Cameron uh was the offensive like coach for the Chargers he coached uh he Coached Drew Brees and he coached Philip Rivers. He's actually an investor in Generation Esports, a good friend of mine. His son, like, yeah, works for me. I mean, it's a uh, yeah, Drew Drew Brees seems uh, you guys are giggling. Is it, is, is there something about Drew? That I don't know. It's, it's, he
0: loves Drew Brees and he talks about him almost every episode.
1: I was actually trying to find a way to, to, to get to yeah, Drew Brees in Drew this Brees. conversation with you. So, here we go. I wonder if. I
3: mean, I we, we've reached out to him about this because Cam Cameron and Drew Brees are, like, good friends. So he knows about the eSport tournament and all that stuff. Um, I, you guys got to figure out a way to either interview Cam or – Interview Drew, and I can make the intro to Cam, and we we can work something out there. Let's connect offline. If if that's one of your dreams, like let's let's. Make if you can make
0: work. that happen, this guy over here yeah. will be the happiest kid in the world.
3: Yeah. And th- I mean, what what else is there to life than that? Like, let's oh my make that God. happen. Right.
0: I would, dude. Yes, yeah, so we will definitely. Uh, we will definitely reconnect o- offline for sure. Uh, yeah, that is that is amazing. Um, but yeah, so <clears throat> the third and long tournament uh, starts uh, March first. Correct
3: yes it does the the intro play starts march 1st and goes through the 13th
0: awesome awesome and uh from that point on i mean because if, if, i'm, I'm kind of unfamiliar with like how madden tournaments work how does a madden tournament work
3: yeah so there's a <clears throat> signups are now they end on march 7th and like pre-play starts march 1st so from march 1st through i think it's either the, the playoffs start on the 13th so i think like you play through the the first through the 12th is like open play. And it's all on the website thirdandlong.gg but there's time slots that are open each day. So you log in and then you you kind of like put yourself into one of those time slots and then you get matched up with somebody and you can play. I think there's four or five time slots per day. You just kind of like log in, you you put yourself available for one of those, you get matched up and you play. Um and then it just, you know, the, the playoffs and all that stuff, it'll depend on how many people we have, but then you get seated into brackets for the playoffs. If, uh, if you make it through
0: now, is this, you can pick any team or is it mad ultimate team only?
3: No, you pick any team.
0: Okay. So if I,
3: I, i don't think you're allowed to use your Madden ultimate players in there i'd be a little unfair, yeah but, totally totally
0: yeah. i was just making sure i was like man that'd be crazy right oh.
3: <laughs> you can win the ultimate player like what ea is giving us some of those uh ultimate cards as prizing um so you can win those to go beat up on your friends after the tournament you just can't use them during the tournament
0: oh that's pretty cool uh mike do you know what he's talking about mad mad ultimate cards
1: I've, yeah i've heard of them um through people <laughs> younger than me who play Madden. And I'm old school Madden. They didn't have ultimate players when I was into playing Madden.
3: Or, or. Uh, Madden. You just picked Bo Jackson and won every game by... <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Madden 93, man. It's the only one that mattered, I guess, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. With um, Now, is this your guys' first tournament being hosted by like a, um, a celebrity football player? Have you guys ever had any other celebrity...
3: No, this this is our first one with a celebrity football player like this. Um, I mean, our our core foundation is the scholastic stuff, the high school sure. sports league and middle school. So this is like the first time we're trying to reach out to a general audience. Sure. Um, and it, it probably wouldn't have happened if I wasn't good buddies with Dwight. Um, we we probably would have just kept doing other things like we do. We were we're doing a tournament with the Jewish community centers and like we, things like that, like the YMCA's of the world. So we we really branched out just because Dwight was a fan. Dwight wanted this to happen and we're like, cool prizing. Um, and we're gonna see how it goes. And if it goes well, I think you know, Dwight will probably be looping in some of his other buddies to do more tournaments sure. and like, you know, there there might be a, a different star for a different tournament and thing. Yeah, yeah. We, we'll yeah. just see how this goes. But it yeah, it's it's really a test and really like trying to open up to another demographic that we really haven't worked with, just part of that inclusivity that we talk about.
0: Oh, totally. And it, it's interesting too, because I think with esports, a lot of that kind of people connect it with um, with like, you know, the shooters, right? Overwatch, uh, yeah. whatever, you know, all those kind of competitive shooters. And really, when you think about esports, I mean, really- the original esports type games were sports games. You know, they were, yeah. it was the Maddens, it was the NHLs, it was all those kind of games. NBA and Jam. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's another game he always brings up every episode.
1: <laughs> nice. I, I have. Yeah. Mike, we, we know what's yes, going on yes, here. Yes.
0: We actually did an, an entire episode dedicated to this uh, documentary. If you haven't seen it yet, you should go watch it. It's called uh, Insert Coin. Uh, it's a documentary about the Midway team uh, that basically developed all these games. To, uh, you know, for the Midway arcade games, NBA Jam, uh, what else was wow. it like? NBA Jam, uh, Narc, uh, like all the Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat, just yeah. the entire. Oh, wow. But if you yeah. watched it, it's just, it was a it was like a ragtag group of misfits and they kind of did things that they wanted. And it's just, you know, they created some of the best games in history. So it's, you should, if you get a chance, you should watch that uh, Insert Coin.
3: Insert Coin. Yeah, I'll check that out. I-, I love the history behind this stuff, like all the way back to the Coleco vision and like yeah. just. You can actually watch how tech, like, exponentially grows if you just look at, like, video games from the start to where they are now.
0: Absolutely. And it is interesting because people discredit that, I think, sometimes. It's like, well, you know, gaming is a kid's toy or whatever. It's like, yeah, but if you look at gaming experiences now, I mean, they're so involved and the storylines are just so just immense now you know it's no longer just hey jump from left to right or you know who gets the greatest score or whatever it's like yeah it's this it's it's a journey of some some sort you know um if we talk about this there's a game called Papo and yo which is literally an entire game about you working with this giant monster to solve these puzzles but in the end of it it's actually a parable to dealing with uh, your father being an alcoholic drunk that killed your sister or you know what i mean wow but you don't know any of that until the very end, and it, it it's a way to deal with that story, that deal with that heartbreak, you know, of life, you know. Yeah. So it's just, I think that's gaming cool. is so involved now, and it, and when you have people like yourself and other people who are very passionate about this, like like one day I would love to host an uncle dad like a gaming tournament for something like Overwatch or something. I just think that'd be so cool because you know gaming is a big part of my foundation as a, as a human. You know, that's how I connected with a lot of people. You know, through comic books, gaming. Uh, movies, you know, it just that's that's why, like, when you brought up earlier, how we uh, off mic, we were talking about how you know we're into all these different things, and the reason why that is, is because I want to show what I love to other people, so that's why we we kind of do this, you know,
3: yeah. Let, let's talk, man. The uncle dad thing, uh, Overwatch tournament might be pretty cool. Let, let's talk about that. Uh,
0: that'd be yeah, awesome know yeah. the road, yeah.
3: And, yeah, and to piggyback off what you're saying, like. The the misconception about esports, it's just shooters and people think like, oh, it's gonna like all these terrible things with shooters. But chess got really popular recently. So we partnered with chess.com and now you can play chess in school, and now like chess is having this resurgence. Like, how can you doubt anything about chess? Like it's straight up brain power, like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's like that. That is one of the esports you can participate in with like one of the biggest organizations out there. Um, yeah, it's overcoming the whole shooter mentality thing that like oh that's what esports is which i don't know what like press outlet got that in their mind that they want to like blame this on something and then like it becomes a thing but yeah it's it's just couldn't be farthest from the truth
1: i say it it feels like throughout the years video games or, or gaming has often been like a target for negativity with the media in some way and 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 they, they feel like they're missing a whole story on just how uniting it can be and like the community that it brings together. And, and even like, I, you know, looking at what you guys are doing, all of, you know, the STEM STEM, like bridging that gap between yeah. just playing games, but like, here's how you build a gaming console. Here's, here's like the technical part of how games are made. And that leads into kids getting into jobs in tech. Right.
3: Yeah. I love that you researched all that stuff, Mike. Yeah, it's the, the STEM classes. We have a full curriculum that we rolled out into schools where like it teaches social and emotional intelligence. I mean, real real world things that we're dealing with and like education is a core component of it. Um, and that, that STEM certification is like something that schools are pushing. And if you don't relate it to the kids, then they're just never gonna learn. So if you teach STEM through eSports, something they're excited about, and they actually like retain the information and can relate to it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That was a, uh, yeah, I think uh, it's, it's a kind of what he, to his point, it's like, you're right. Just connecting all that is it's so important. And I think, uh, yeah, that it's, it's just awesome what you guys are doing really. Like, I can't be like, it's so exciting to see that. Cause it's like, again, like how we talked about earlier about, you know, if I had that in high school, like even for me, like, man, if I was in high school, which, you know, what's what 2004 it's like, I wish I could have, being a part of that league. I was actually on the football team and that was great and all, but I would have much rather been on a on on a sports gaming team right rather than a, than playing football. You know, I did love playing football, but I would much rather play <laughs> yeah. video games.
3: Would have know? been nice to have options, right? Yeah, like exactly. Exactly.
0: Just, yeah. Yeah, because I couldn't play basketball, I couldn't play baseball. Uh, but I mean I could definitely play some video games, so why not, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. So I do we do got to wrap it up here a little bit, but so normally on the show, the way we end each episode is usually we have a comic book artist or some sort of artist on the show. And what we do is we ask them what is their favorite, what is their their comic book recommendation? Now, you did say you like comic books uh, off mic. So if you feel that you are, uh, if you're able to give a recommendation, I would love to ask you, what is your recommendation for our audience?
3: Yeah, and it's kind of old school and it kind of goes way back. But back when I was collecting, Marvel and DC were the big boys, but this new comic book group, Image Comics started sprouting up and it was all about Spawn and like, I was pretty obs- obsessed with Spawn for a little while. Like yeah. I had every single ep- issue up through like a hundred of Spawn. So, and I still think Spawn is a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool comic. That, that'd that be my recommendation.
0: Spawn's a, Spawn's a great one. And it's funny you bring that up because Spawn is like getting pretty popular again. I would say, would you agree with that, Mike?
1: Yeah, it feels like it's, it's kind of took the back burner for a while. And now it's had a resurgence, yeah. I would say. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, that's good to hear
0: uh yeah you know what we'll do too is uh since we're gonna send you some super hit books I, I have some copies of the um there's a chadwick boseman when he passed away they did a variant cover for uh spawn where uh, Spawn. oh you know, wow or spawn is basically doing you know the wakanda uh type thing uh so yeah so i'll send you that too as well
3: oh that's awesome
0: yeah but uh trevor thank you so much for coming on the show it's been it's such a delight to talk to you um really I, I it's it's nice to talk to somebody who's very passionate about what they do and also just not about what they do but also helping the community and others and really just you know we need more of that always you just cuz in, the, in these times we forget that we are nothing without each other and it's like you know whether that's gaming whether that's you know music it doesn't matter what it is it's just we we need each other to survive, whether we think so or not. And even though you may be like, I don't need anybody, but reality is I think we do. And these are great ways to connect people and all these other, you know, beautiful aspects of life. And gaming is such well a great said. one. So well uh said. and thank, thank you. Yeah, of course. Thank you, uh Trevor. Uh thank you, Mike. As always, Mike, do you have any last words?
1: I, I would say that I, I would join the tournament because I think winning one of those pair of Jordans would be pretty awesome, but I, I think uh I think I'll leave it to the to the kids. I, I don't want to, you know, get in their way of winning those Jordans. You
0: know. You actually might make it easier for them.
1: <laughs> oh, no, I mean I'd pick I'd go with the Saints, I'd pick Drew Brees and we'd throw 400 yards and five touchdowns.
0: <laughs>
1: That's what would happen.
3: Pretty average for Drew Brees, right?
1: Yeah. Maybe a few years ago, but yeah.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. As always, everybody, uh, respect each other, love each other, and we'll see each other next week.